Thanks for tuning in to our second episode of Blindcast, where we talk about all things hunting and fishing. Today, Andrew, Chris, and myself sit down with our first guest, Taylor Elizondo, and Chris's dad, Ray Burt. Hope you enjoy. What do you think of the studio? Dude, it's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> like, I'm serious. I had no idea you guys were doing a podcast. You we got the mic. We just started. Like, we did uh, first yeah. little stuff on it on Wednesday. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? Hunting and fishing? We, that, we pretty just did that last time. We're going to put some more structure into it and, like, you know, have, like, a... Do you want to bring people in? Yeah. Do you want to... Yeah. I want to do interviews and I want to do... On what? All kinds of, I, I like the, the hunting and fishing side of it. Uh-huh. I, I'm not quite sure what we're going to do because he wanted to do some uh, other stuff and I, I kind of wanted yeah. to do a little bit of little can, bit of everything. You can interview me for whatever you think you want to interview me for. Well, I think we... I mean, we... Wanted to do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Might as well. We're gonna. Yeah, this is a little podcast. Yeah, this is the podcast. Like Chris is there and Jake's going. Yeah. All right. Uh, listen to this podcast. So we were in here two nights ago, three nights ago. Wednesday. It's pretty good. I listened to it the other night. Actually, I listened to that same night we made it. Yeah. Stay up too late. I figured you would. How tired of you are you of like all our voices? Your voice? <laughs> <laughs> it's like all Andrew talking on there. You're like, my voice is angelic. He always <laughs> positions himself right next to the microphone. He talks directly right in the microphone. I talk just Do you, fine. like, hunch over? I Do sat you... right there. Yeah, so, I, I was going to get, like, headphones. I picked this thing up at the Best Buy first, a few bucks. Worked pretty good. Yeah, it's nice. But, I don't know. We haven't even posted anything yet. Like, yeah. we did have one recording. Oh, we did take pictures. Of what? You cutting stuff up. Oh, yeah, probably should. I got a, I got a nice selfie in the field. You can pose. You can pose for. We got We, we have to start up. taking pictures of that stuff. If we're gonna have an Instagram page. You can still take yeah. a picture of it. You're just holding it. Yeah. Well, the good thing about this is just a recording, so it's not like we need pictures. Got to have an Instagram page with a with a uh, podcast. How are they gonna get a hold of you? We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I, I'm just soaking this in. I don't know where you guys are going with this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the next rule. No cell phones. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, we, we, like, oh, we you forgot can, to, you like, introduce ourselves last time. So, we had, like, we had Chris was there, right. Andrew was there. Okay. Now we have Taylor um, and Ray. No, we just finished up. Wait, I gotta, like, We're you. all over here cutting up a deer. All right, bye. I like that. I like how there's some whiskey on the table. Yeah, Chris was a little nervous, so we had to loosen up his lips a little bit. That's true. That makes sense. He was pretty talkative by halfway through that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About, about uh, this much through the bottle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It worked good. All right, are we going to start? Well, we're already kind of started. I don't care. I mean, we don't have to do a formal podcast right now. Just... Oh, yeah. Well, tell me the story. Tell oh, us your story. story. Tell me your story. Are dude. we recording right now? Yeah, I just put it on record. Tell us your story. Started up from like. <laughs> tell us your stories when you hear it. And then me and my dad are going back. Basically, it's the last two days of the season, like yesterday and today. Yeah. And so I sat last night and uh, I saw quite a bit of stuff. I saw like three does and three bucks. It's like six deer and within like an hour and a half of sitting there. And the three bucks I saw were real nice. So, like, I was I definitely, when Chris convinced me that he's. Well, last night he's like, yeah, go back out there and sit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it being the last day, I just like made my mind up. I'm gonna shoot whatever comes in. So I got there around five, walked in, 
I, when I walked in, I actually jumped two does, and they, they ran off, and they were only like 40 yards from the stand. What time did you get out there? About five. Five. Yeah, and so I was climbing the stand. Mm-hmm. We've got a climbing tree stand this year. I don't really know if I like that. It's too loud getting up. Like, you mean, is it the one that goes around the tree or a ladder that goes up to it? It's, it's it, around it, the tree. It wraps around it, oh, okay. and you use the top to push yourself yeah, up. Chris has one, but right. it's good for public land. That's why I got it because he likes it. Well, it's good because you're not sitting up there, and someone's gonna steal it if it's on public land. It's up in the tree. I know, but we're leaving them out there. But like, it's at the bottom though. You're not hanging up in the middle of the tree. Yeah, it's hard to see, I guess. But it's easier to steal. Well, you don't have to hang leave them out there either. True. So, anyway, anyways, <laughs> I'm sitting in my tree stand and. I already jumped two does out, so I was kind of like, oh, great. You know, I'm not going to see anything. And um, actually brought an apple out there with me. He was eating my apple. And then... A little baby. Tossed the apple Which is legal. Core. Well, I was just eating an apple. Well, I'm saying it's legal. Tossed the core, and then... Um, I, I went to go... some corn, and I started... <laughs> 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 I started really messing. Yeah. I started throwing corn in my yeah. So I was just kind of chilling, right. and then I was like, kind of getting been there for an hour and so I just was going to do like a practice pull and I go and pull my bow back and look over my shoulder and this doe staring at me at like 38 yards I'm like oh she saw me saw me moving so I have my arm set up and it's just like five minutes of her just staring down so my arm's like starting to shake and then at the same time I'm trying to range find her but she's behind me so I'm twisted and my back starts cramping so I'm like I'm like cramping and trying to slowly move back so I'm like can stretch back out and then I like took a deep breath and then I came back and range found her and then she finally stepped behind a tree where I could get my bow pulled back. And so I was at full draw. I sat there for quite a while. And then she did, took another couple steps. It was at 38 yards. And I hit, I had her on my 40-yard pin. And I shot and just a little high and I spined her. And it was kind of funny because we, not funny, but I spined her. And I had to go shoot her again. And we had just talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew asked us last time, if you wound an animal... Like, how do you just, can you dispatch it with your firearm? And with your pistol. With your yeah. pistol. I don't think you can. And we got in that same exa- yeah. like exact that situation. That is, like, super interesting. What? So that's, and, and she died above the logging road, or the access road, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. So you got yeah. to drag her downhill? Drag her downhill the whole way. That's nice. Took a couple selfies and got out of there. The old gripping grin. Mm-hmm. And then we've been drinking beer and cutting her up. That's the story. How many deer have you cut up, or was that one of your first ones? That was the first time. First time? Yeah, first time. What did you think? It was, it was fine. It was fun. I, I dove right in. <laughs> yeah, he know. didn't even, like, say hi. He just, like, where, where can I cut? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, give me something to do. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. I'd do it again, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you ever been out deer hunting? Mm-mm. No, I've never done a big game. Well, no, you said this summer. Oh, this summer, yeah, I went with a buddy. I'm sorry, but yeah. I I didn't actually have the tag. Yeah. So I was spotting for him. So what what was your like your first hunting experience? Like how how old were you? Uh, I think. So if anyone ever listens to this, this is Taylor talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, probably, probably thirteen. It was pheasant hunting. Right now, the only person like listening is maybe Bri. She's the only one I said. Oh, hey, Bri. In the recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen. And then we're all going to listen. But anyway, so you, you peasant and yeah. you were 13. Yeah. With my dad. Yeah. Was this in Oregon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eastern uh, Oregon. Eastern Oregon. Yeah. How'd you do? Okay. Yeah, I got one. Nice. <laughs> That's a good day. That's a good That's day. Cool. But yeah, no, I've never, I've never really done big game. I did coyote uh, a few times growing up. 
but that was for money because the BLM was paying us at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'd just shoot him. Yeah, I'd just shoot him and bring him in, so I never, like, butchered it. What were they paying for? It was, like, 50 bucks a tail. It wasn't, like, a lot, but, you know, it was an excuse to go out and shoot something. I wonder if, like, the fur is worth that much. Depends on the time. Yeah. Time of the day. And in the winter, that's more expensive. How much, how much, how their pelt is. Well, meat in the freezer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to cook up the tongue. I've never had it before, as far as the tongue. How are you going to cook it? Put it in the pressure cooker. And then, supposedly, you put it in the pressure cooker 15, 20 minutes. And then you take that outer layer of skin off. It kind of, if you, and it, well, after you cook it, you put it in the in a, like an ice bath, and let it kind of rest in there. And then it kind of comes off like a shoe. Well, kind of. And I'm sure Maybe you have to do a little bit of tugging. Are you gonna like just eat it or make a taco? I think you should make a taco. I think you should leave the skin on. You make a taco. Leave the skin on. I I kind of want to make like a pastrami. I kind of want to like, but I, I I might just like cut it up right then. And or you could like, cause it's not, not a big tongue. You can not tell Callie and then one night make like bratwurst oh, yeah. and then oh, just put it in her bun. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> why can't so, I can buy in this? She might like it. The other day yeah. when I made that wild turkey, I made like a schnitzel. I just kind of pounded it flat and then breaded it, and she was just. I'm never, loving it. I never heard of schnitzel until you said you did that with your turkey. That's a German thing, I think. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what schnitzel is. Oh, you guys you are going to pound the heck out of it. You're missing. You just pound it until it's like, it. you pound it, yeah, until it's like, you know, an inch, quarter inch thick. I don't like to get too thin with no. it. Like any kind of meat you do this with? Or? Yeah, yeah, any yeah, kind of meat. Well, have you ever heard of Wiener schnitzel? Well, I've heard it, but I didn't know it was a real well, thing. That's, that's I just thought it was a funny word. That's not a real thing. That's That's veal that's made the same way. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and it, it's really good. Uh, I um, I I did one step further for Callie because I just kind of wanted her to eat some wild meat, and I made some country gravy, and made like chicken fried yep. <laughs> chicken we, fried we turkey for her. Chicken fried turkey. Yeah. And she was just like, "This is really good." And I was like. I'd have to tell her later. <laughs> no! <laughs> Put a little gravy on it. But um, she really liked it. And then the, the, like a couple nights before then, I did a uh, like a like a chicken parmesan with it for my brother and his family, and they liked it too. There you go. Gotta use up your wild turkeys. Dude. And then now I'm going to make some duck, duck jerky, because my last attempt did not, this was not the best taste. <laughs> so we talked about this last time, but... Leaderboard, Chris was is on top still because he's got two turkeys mm-hmm. and deer. Andrew's got your turkeys, two turkeys, yeah. two turkeys, and then now I finally made the board. I got a deer, but I don't have any turkeys. Yeah. I'm doing a turkey Sunday, so you might be on the board. I might be tied with you for last. And you already have your mustache, Alex. <laughs> or is yeah. a deer worth more than a turkey? I think no, deer's that's worth what more than a turkey. <laughs> I, I ended yeah. up with a goat on the last day because I didn't rock my mustache. Yep. Yeah, that's so probably why. I mean, you need to come in Monday if you're just a mustache. I mean, we both have mustaches. Kind of mustache. <laughs> no, yours is coming in thick. Okay, I'll keep nice. going with you. We'll yeah, we'll stick with the beard. Yeah, yours is better. I'm not debating that, but yeah, yeah. He's got cheap beard. <laughs> I know. It's, I like, to it's, it's like up to your eyeballs. <laughs> no need for face paint. Yeah. Yep. 
I don't have a better beard than Alex, but I know I have a better mustache than Chris. That's true, Chris. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> you can have a pretty thick mustache. Oh, yeah. It's next. Yeah, it's next. Seriously. My mole mixes with my beard. It doesn't grow in real thick on this side. On the right. Yeah, the right side. I've noticed that about you. Never said anything. But I tried. Yeah. It goes in real thick on the moles. <laughs> real thick. <laughs> Probably one of the first things I noticed about you. That mold. That's nice. Yeah. I thought you m- noticed my nice body. <laughs> <laughs> Second thing I noticed. <laughs> I don't know the first thing I noticed about you. I noticed he's really eager to take his shirt off after practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your pecs, probably. He was pretty you much were in pretty phenomenal shape. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Got his shit now. Well, you're not in <laughs> terrible shape. <laughs> no, I'm not. Your pecs are still past your belly, so it's not... No. Well... Oh, <laughs> you gotta And <laughs> push her out. Maybe not. So, Chris, what was your first hunting experience? I know you have the Hawaiian ram. I think that was the first one, wasn't it? Is that the first yeah, one in Texas? Did? That was probably the first one. I think that was my first one. So, what... It was a game farm in Texas? Uh, yeah, it was a ranch. It wasn't a... Well, I guess it would be called a game farm. It was a ranch. It was a 25-mile square... So he'll know. Farm. I don't remember. And, uh, fenced? No, it was not fenced. Not it was fenced. all open. And, uh, yeah, we uh, we booked a hunt, and Chris went with me, and they took us to it. They were hunting box blinds in Texas. Because once you get out of a box blind, and you try to track a deer or something, everything's got a thorn on it, so you don't go very far. <laughs> so we were just, uh, we did all that, and uh, we were actually on our way to the yep. blind, yeah. and there was a whole... I don't know what you call them, a herd of them, I guess. I don't know. There was like 10 or 15 all running alongside the road when we were going out. And so we just got out of the truck and got him set up and waited yeah, for shot the, right off the guy's arm. Yeah. The guide's arm, I think. Oh, yeah. Or someone's arm. Well, Ray, I want to know what you shot at that ranch. I actually, that weekend. You shot a couple things. I shot a. That weekend, I shot a, a hog and I shot an Audad. I thought you shot a red stag. No, that was Glenn. What, oh, what was is Glenn. an Audad? It's a goat from African goat. And Raven shot a buffalo. That's the thing they hunt down there, though. One mm-hmm. of our cells reps. Does it yeah, have? For that. Does it have like a like Texas. a curled yeah. horn, or is it, it more was like a, a spiral a, kind of thing? It's a more of a curled horn. It, it comes up and goes about. about oh, goes up and back. it was in our house. I saw that at your house. Yeah, it's ranch in Texas. Then Raven shot a buffalo, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. My brother shot a buffalo. And how many buffalo have you ended up? I got, I've got <laughs> three buffalo now. Three buffalo and Raymond has one. So when you shoot a buffalo, how long does that last? Like, uh, like a couple you had years, a, easy. And you had a fa- you had a family of four. Did yeah, you give away meat or did you? Oh uh, yeah, we give some away. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we should do that. that. Oh, it's a it's a blast. I mean, it's meat in the freezer. It. Just, yeah. It's like getting by the cow. Well, well mine was hmm? mine in the locker yeah. after it was dressed out and hanging was uh, nine hundred nine hundred pounds. Right at 900 pounds. 900 pounds. Wow. How did you... Dressed? Dressed. How did you uh, end up shooting your buffalo again? Well, the uh, first one we, do, uh, we just... I just shot with the, my uh, uh, 380 Magnum out in the... Basically out in the guy's pasture. But the second one I shot, we got there in Billings, Montana, and they had a blizzard come through. And I had my uh, C-Sharp 4570 original. Oh, very uh, cool. Uh, you know, 1873. 
And oh. uh, the buffalo had taken off out into this, out into the hillside. So we drove out as far as we could with our trucks, and we had got out and hiked around about a mile until we found them. And we sat up and kind of figured out which one we could shoot. And I shot mine twice, and it finally went down. But uh, first shot was about 60 yards, and it was about 100 yards in the second shot. Always sneak it quickly down under when I think of those shots. Yeah, it was a forty-five seventy. I was using black powder. It was the original, you know. You know. So it was a forty-five grain bullet over seventy grains of black powder. That's um, cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Do you still shoot that gun very much, or does? Uh, no, that was a, that was the last time I shot it. But uh, I'll I'll do it again if one of these days for another buffalo hunt. I by my parents' house. There's a yep. gated or a fenced ranch. That they have buffalo, and they have elk. And it's really cool, because, like, I'm just driving home, and then I'll just look to the left, and there's a herd of buffalo there. And there's always, like, a massive one and a couple of smaller ones. And, and put a whole bunch of a whole bunch of them, but there's always just this huge one in there. And they have, also have elk, and they're, they're really big elk. And they have uh, fe- fellow, fallow, fallow, fallow deer. Fallow deer. Fallow deer. Yeah, they have those in there. Exotic deer from... Africa. And uh, they've also had some some type of sheep or goat in there as well, but I don't remember what those were. But um, I've always wanted to go in there. Right, I bet. But, sneak uh, in there. No, not sneak <laughs> in there, but uh, yeah, I've always just wanted to go hunting there. So where are you going to hang your uh, your ram now? Are you just still in the basement? So you going to put it in old So you go in the baby's room. I think baby's yeah. room. You'll watch over her. You put the, uh, the, uh, the uh, baby cam right in the eyes. There, oh, you, there go. you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Put it right over top of her. Yeah. Train her young. It's almost like kind of... Well, in my man's man cave, I guess you could call it, I've got a uh, turkey that the two boys shot when we were in Texas. Yeah. Christopher took the first shot at the turkey... And missed it, scared it, and it flew towards, towards us. us. Yeah. Then when it landed, Chris Raymond yeah. shot it yeah. on the second shot, and we got a turkey. So I got that all stuffed up on the mantle. Oh, cool. Then I've got my yeah. hog up on the mantle. I've got two two of the buffalo skulls up on the wall in there. Your bear rugs impressive. I got bear, bear rugs. rugs. That's a huge. Where was the bear taken? Up in BC, up in Canada. That was a big bear. Williams Lake. That was a big bear. That was a big bear, yeah. Seven foot four. 20, 21 and a half, quarter scored Little Crockett, 21 and a quarter skull. So it was pretty big. It would have made the BC record books if I would have reported it in, but I didn't really care about that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's BC. Yeah. <laughs> Not important. <laughs> yeah. There was the new um, bighorn sheep found on those islands in uh, Kalispell. Oh, really? On the... Yep. On Flathead Lake, and Brian and I did that scenic flight last uh, spring or a couple, maybe it was last fall, mm-hmm. and we flew and saw that same herd that it was found in. It died in natural causes, but I thought <laughs> it was they didn't have any predators in there. Well, I thought it's kind of cool because we were just there viewing that herd, and then maybe, <clears> yeah. maybe seeing the world record. So was it what was the world record? Yeah, one? it's the world record. <clears throat> it died in natural causes, that, you know, from what I've heard. Yeah, you sure since that happened? So Andrew, what's up with the headlight? What about it? <clears throat> your headlight on, your shirt's inside, inside out, you're all messed yeah, up. kind of a mess. <laughs> I will. I just noticed. I don't want to just like put it down and forget it because uh, I forget <clears throat> everything in your in your truck and your your house. So I just had it on. Why not have a headlight? Okay. 
and my shirt's inside out because it was dark out and I just like showed up. I thought it was maybe a little smelly. Now, yeah, now I want you to put the headlamp back on so you don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget everything in your truck. My truck too. Your truck? At the end of the hunting season, I have to like give these guys their stuff back. <clears throat> Or call Chris, hey, I've been miss- missing this. Can you look in your truck for it? Chris's truck will swallow something, and yeah. he'll find it like a year later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times I forgot the single sweater in your car and my, like, Yeti cup. Yep, I had the Yeti cup for a week. Yeah, you had a Yeti cup. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I was almost had to use that for a juice bitter. Oh, that's... Not the first time. Yeah. So now I got it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you know, it'll feel okay. Yeah. It's stainless steel. That was when we uh, went fishing. We we floated the Spokane. Because we did the shuttle. I remember you had like warm tea. Yeah. With you. You're the the float or yeah. something. Yeah. That was the first fish I'd ever caught in, like, out of. Out of a boat on the Spokane River. And it was top water. And it was top water. Yeah. I was there. I remember that. It was at the end of the night yep. and there was like a hatch and it was there were there were bugs everywhere. It was going crazy. And I was like, okay, and we saw we kind of saw one jumping and I cast it out and there was a ripple. Put my arm up. There was fish on there. <laughs> Basically I was a naysayer. I was like Oh yeah, both these guys drive boat like whatever. You ain't gonna catch nothing. Both these guys were like, oh, you got can river. You gotta be subsurface. You gotta be nymphing. And yeah, he starts screaming and he got a fish on. It was pretty cool. It was awesome. It was a big fish. It was a nice big fish. Eighteen inches or something. Yeah. Didn't you lose a couple? I think you lost a couple. Of fish. You were the fishing. You were the streamer. No, he only caught. I don't think I landed one though. I, I think I landed. No, you did. I landed one, but I lost a really nice one. But I fought it all the way to the boat. Barbless hooks and. I think I kind of lost it right there. I caught at least one or two. You Everyone got it. caught a fish. You got two. That See? was a good. That was yeah. a good float. Yeah. Good. Yeah, the good. water looks really good down there right now. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I wonder if what dry fly you could do okay on smaller fish. The the river right next to it, the Lataha, Lata, Lata, or they also Lata. call it Deadman Dead Man's Creek yeah. or Hang, Hangman's Creek. Is that yeah. the one that goes up past your house? That's probably yeah. the, the downriver. When, when you're on the course. disc golf course. Right Down there. The I've caught a lot of fish on that, but not in the Spokane River. Yep. <laughs> I haven't really ever fished in the fall. We're always busy hunting or mm-hmm. going somewhere else. Yep. It's a fun float, though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it, it's cool. It makes you feel like you're in the middle of, like, the wilderness and you're out on a river. Yeah, but it's just right out of Spokane. And, and then you see a bump camp. I'm, and I'm you see the bump camp and you realize <laughs> that you're still. I've recently done the float, and it was weird to me that you're going right through the middle of downtown. Cause it doesn't look like. Yeah, well, we went there. from Monroe down. Are oh, you going okay. through? Yeah. Or you, did you put it on like upriver? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you could go right to downtown. And yeah. there's we also when we were out there, there was a very attractive young woman doing like yoga. Of course. And we we there was right next to the fishing hole. We were fishing. We weren't creeping. She was in her bikini. <laughs> no, it just happened that I'm like we, I've caught fish at this place that we were. We stop. anchored up. And we anchored up, and then we get <laughs> fishing. We look over, and there's a woman in her bikini doing yoga yeah and jazzercise stuff yeah she was, well, and then she was I, also I think, getting eaten by bugs yeah she, she was kept, a little twitchy she, she was like slapping herself and then you know your eyes kind of wander from fishing every time every once in a while sure. and there was a guy a creepy guy like watching her in the bushes well, that yeah. was obviously her yoga instructor 
No. She didn't know. He, he walked past her, and then he heard something. Um, and so he, he like, backpedaled and, like, looked over the bushes and, like, saw and then, like, walked and then realized what he saw and came back yeah. and watched longer. And, and I don't like, think she knew he was there. Like, it was, she had no it was idea. Weird. We, yeah. we, we had a discussion if we should, like, warn her or if she would just think we were being, like, It's a real moral creepy. dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a real moral dilemma. Like, and it these, wasn't... These are the things people don't talk about as far as moral dilemmas go. Like, you see a hot girl doing yoga and there's a guy near her watching what do you do well we we, we talked <laughs> about it. are you just ratting on the guy that's that a real world moral yeah. dilemma <laughs> yeah and we couldn't like paddle over there yeah. no what's it if you guys know there's a huge yoga trend right now do you see that there's a fat girl yoga yeah Every, there's an everything fat there's a kids yoga, yoga. Well, i mean that's what it is it's got the silhouette of a mm. pear shape a full-figured yeah. woman <laughs> has ever gone to yoga <laughs> Who's done no. yoga in here? I've done. Nope. I've never gone. Done all kind of yoga. I've done hot yoga. Yeah. In a hot room. I've hey, been... hold on. This is a hunting podcast. Yeah, I've never done yoga. Oh, get that yoga stuff out of here. I'm just saying. Hey, I stretch every it's, morning. It's so popular. Hey, it's it's really interfering with your, your stabilizer, like your stabilizer muscles. I stretch so, every morning. All I gotta say hunt, is, that, like bow hunting, and it's good for it. I went once, and, I, really? and I haven't gotten a cinch of patchouli oil out of my nose. Really? Yeah, there's patchouli yeah. oil everywhere. Straight. Somebody sprayed it in my face. Anyway. That's, all, that's all I have to say. Andrew likes patchouli, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, it smells good. Yeah. <laughs> you used to have it yeah. strain in me. Later on that float, we saw another show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Chris, I was, was you rowing? You I noticed the you person, were rowing, though. I think. And Chris has got... He's got his hands on the sticks and he's rowing. And he goes, There's a naked guy over here. <laughs> I just like, looked the other way. There's a naked guy right there. I'm like, What? And he's like, Just looking. And he like looked the other way and he's still rowing. So I'm like looking in the wrong direction. And he's like, No, over here. And he's like pointing his head the opposite direction he's looking. And I'm like trying to find this guy. And this, this guy was surely <laughs> naked, funny. skinny as a rail. And he's yeah. he's like behind this tree. And he's like, like shimmying the he's tree. He's following us. Like, fall on the tree, like, behind the tree. So as we we're can't floating. see him. As we're floating. Mm. And we're like, what is he doing? Like, and his girlfriend was laying on the beach. <laughs> like she was asleep. Like, like she was sleeping <laughs> with a towel or, like, a sweatshirt over her. And she was also naked. Yep. <laughs> and we had caught him and interrupted their little snooky This was on the Spokane? This is yep. the same float that we were this talking about. This is the about. joy. Yep. This is why the joy. This, this is, is the Spok- Spokane River. Yeah. <laughs> this is That's a good it. float. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was interesting. And I like how, you know, you're right. At times you feel like you're in the middle of the wilderness. And then you see a naked guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a bit, like, if you've been to Montana and gone to some, like, backcountry hot springs, so you'd find that same stuff. But <laughs> true. The, the bum camps, definitely. There's a little, yeah. yeah. See, I always viewed it like, I know they're bum camps, but I just envision that just camps. They're just camps. Then I feel, then I still camp. feel like I'm. I do that. <laughs> just camping. Just, just legal camping. Yeah. Oh, they're practicing. They're just practicing for some backpacking. For months. Yeah. <laughs> Years. <laughs> Probably hardier than the average person. I, I believe that. Only outside. Probably tougher than me. There was this guy <laughs> had this uh, at the uh, my old job. He'd come in all the time, and he'd look at jackets to buy, but. He wouldn't buy them, and he would show me pictures on his uh, flip phone of his camp all the time. And you know, it was like an outdoor store, and he just he just was always bragging about his sweet spot on the river. Didn't have a house, but he had a tent on the river. Yeah. I kind of like that story. It's a good story. <laughs> I always was kind of jealous because yeah. he like 
He'd show me pictures all the time. He'd be like, oh, I woke up to a, a moose sniffing around. And he also talked about, like, herons always being around and, huh. and, uh, and, and all kind of wildlife. And I was always kind of like, I kind of want to be out there too, but. Wi-Fi is terrible. Wi-Fi is terrible <laughs> out there. Three <laughs> miles. Yeah, he would charge his phone in the uh, in the store. You see that? Yeah. I'd let him know. You remember we went camping a couple years ago that backpacking trip? I do. St. Regis. Us, us three. St. Regis area. I do. Chris yeah. Taylor and myself. Yeah. We went to St. Regis and it was like May. And we fi- I figured it was like the last week of May, too. It was late. Mm-hmm. And so I figured hot. that the it was snow would be June. gone. Yeah, it was <laughs> Yeah. And we went up to St. Regis Lake <laughs> on Lookout Pass. And as we start hiking, we get into snow, like, right away. Yeah. And we're, like, we're looking for the trail, and it's, like, just snow. It's gone. And we're going... We, we thought we were going to make it all the way to the lake. It's, like, three miles. No problem. Mm-hmm. We get there. We'll have, like, two hours of daylight, and we'll make it to the lake. There's no way we're going to make it before dark. So we, we come back after hiking for, you know, a couple hours or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Maybe not a couple hours, but it was, it was a little ways. It was, it was getting dark. Yeah. And um, we come back and we find the only clear patch in the <laughs> in the trail. Mm-hmm. And we set up our camp there. And we're trying to, like, start a fire. And it's all wet. And so one guy, well, Chris, you brought the buckhorn, right? Or who bought the buckhorn? Someone brought whiskey. That was the you, I think. So we all basically stayed. We stopped at Wallace, whiskey? didn't we, and buy whiskey? We brought whiskey. We I brought the. I always brought whiskey. Or you brought yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I, it was likely me. I think we were in Wallace. And we stopped at Wallace and bought some whiskey. Yeah. And so we finally got a fire started, uh-huh. and we set up our tent, and our sleeping, my sleeping bag was not rated for sleeping was, next to snow. That was the coldest night I've ever slept. I, I, I didn't cold. sleep hardly at Did all. Did the whiskey help? No. Little bit. It didn't put me I sleep. mean, it, help, it helps knock you out, but it doesn't help with the cold. <laughs> Did you guys snuggle up? I've ever. Mm. No, that sounds very saying. big, but. We survived? Let's say I think you were in the middle because you were the tallest and he has a pentagon. Yeah, so I was going to say. Taylor like, was right in the middle. I was actually probably the warmest in here because you guys were. You guys were oh, I would have, like, pulled you in. But I know, I know when I woke up, you guys were pretty close to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> But that was a that was crazy. Well, we even um, it's team but the, we took our shirts on the off on the, the way there. Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> yeah, the next day was beautiful. But the on the way there, Taylor's all talking about doing the survival camping, where like I'm each sure. time you go out, you'd lose one piece of gear. Yeah, and then you go out and you take another piece of gear out of your pack. I still and, do that, by the way. And uh, Just so you know, <laughs> what you got left? He's like convinced. He's like trying to convince me to do it, and and I, <laughs> I, I was probably this. was more like what you what you do with like. Per, like preparing your pack. Oh, he I had, had everything. everything. I had like the, the cooking ware, the fire starter, like all mm-hmm. the stuff. Everything. I think without my pack, we probably would have been really tough getting fire started. Yeah, that's true. This is and true. so Taylor tell me, yeah, I just get rid of this and that. I'm like, I don't know, man. And then we wake up the next morning and we're trying to get the fire started. And Taylor, Taylor's in his in your moccasins. Yeah, yeah, it is. You brought moccasins. I've heard this story. Uh-huh. And he's over the fire shaking. He's like, like she couldn't stop thinking. <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't even like start the matches. And we're like, yeah, let's lose some equipment. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so to be fair, that's when I was first like had that train of thought. The moccasins. But I have been doing it more and more, uh, and I've been losing little bits of equipment, so I don't take a ten out anymore. Um. What do I have left is what you asked. So yeah. I've got a sleeping bag left. I've got a jet boil still. And then I bring matches and a little bag of fire starter. 
and then I bring like the camp meals for the jet foil. That's pretty much it. But I actually just recently did a hike. Um, it's called the Starway Scenic Trails, south of the Gifford Pinchot National Forest. So the very south end of it, like an hour and a half north of Vancouver. We did that. But let me tell you, we got food poisoning on that hike. That was oh, no. with my friend Nate. It was awful. So we had to cut it short. But we uh, yeah. we went out with the bare minimum. We slept. Um, yeah, we slept one night out there, and it was pretty miserable. All guys bring those diarrhea pills. So yeah. when you don't bring a tent, do you use a bivy sack? So what I've got, I've got my yeah, I've got my sleeping bag, and I actually I have a little hammock that I'll set up. And do you find the, that the hammock is cold though? Uh, hammock is freezing. Right? No, the hammock's been warm actually. Huh? Yeah, in my experience, it's not on the ground. I do find in the hammock. The ground will keep you keep the ground warm though. Yeah, I always. Yeah. 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 When your hammock doesn't ins- insulate, the, the air how? will go right underneath you. Yeah. But yeah, what time of year were you doing yeah. this? This was oh, this was like a month ago. So this right. was well, that yeah. makes sense. So I haven't, uh, and, and you're right. I, I haven't experienced it. the hammock in the colder weather yet. But yeah, same with you bring it out I, now. You're probably gonna put the hammock on top of you. Well, yeah. <laughs> and well, I have heard that you can. Um, best thing to do is like bring a pad, and if you just put it underneath you, you're pretty, yeah, you're pretty fine yeah. on the hammock. That makes sense. So, but the hammock, I have to say, is comfortable. Oh yeah, very comfortable, and it's way more comfortable to sleep on the ground. Yeah, in my opinion. I feel like a bear has a tougher time deciding to go through the tent, but a hammock, you're just like a little Taylor Taco. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Start at the head first. Yeah. Yeah. Probably right. Right, in the middle. right. You know, yeah. historically bears have harder times with zippers. <laughs> so. You ever heard of those uh, tents... That I think I believe the brand is t- Tinsel or Tinsel, and it's a raised tent. You put it on three trees oh. with ratchet straps. Oh yeah, I've never heard of this. And you, uh, it's like a triangle. Slack line at the same time. Hey now, gotta be know. barefoot. And then you go and up through the metal. Really <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a little hippie. <laughs> so how big is this tent? Like three person? Three, three person. Is like, there any supports underneath there? It's just it's, all. It's all. It's all done off of truck straps. And then it's like a hammock because the spots you sleep in are, they're kind of, they sink down a little bit. But oh, there's, so but you're not like going to slip into the middle with no, all three No, no. Triangle. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And it, um, it has like a, like, yeah. I, 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 they're, but they're, they're, they're not a cheap tent. But How is that warmer than a hammock, though? It's probably, it's not. Same probably it's not. It's just a, it's just like a, yeah. a thing. I will I like tell that. you, I, I took the hammock for a test trial. I, I went some, with some coworkers to the lake for the weekend, to Lake Roosevelt, and I strung it up and I slept the first night. And I was pretty cold. It's pretty cold. And then I put some, just one blanket underneath me, and it was it was fine after that. Yeah. So you just have that little extra. Well, I just know like. Is it one of those uh, like parachute kind of uh, tent or hammocks yeah. or the rope hammock? No, it's a parachute kind of hammock. I'm trying to think of the brand. It's like um, Eco or yeah, Emo or mm-hmm. yeah, something like Eagle's that. Eagle's Nest thing. Yeah. yeah, I got one of those too. They're yeah. nice. They're nice. They're easy to set up too. Yeah. I just know we went fishing with um, Bry's parents and like steelhead fishing, but it was like late season because it was like maybe first couple weeks of March or something. I can't remember. But during the day it was warm. Like down mm-hmm. there, we stayed. We actually stayed south of Lewiston. And it was real, it was like 70 degrees almost, or 60 degrees during Clearwater? the day. Yeah, then we drove up to the Clearwater and fish, yeah. but at night, her parents brought cots, 
and they said they froze. Well, Brian and I, we had a sleeping pad on the ground, and we were like super warm. Mm-hmm. And I think it, if it, like you have a pad in the ground, yeah, you're in the ground up. Yeah. yeah, where like the cots and the and maybe even the hammocks, and the air just blows right underneath yep. you. Mm-hmm. They said they froze. They had heavier sleeping bags than we did. About the same. Well, about that extra you were sleeping just... together, and they were in two different cots. So that's true. That's true. That, that I don't. I, I've been in cots. I, I do not like cots. Well, I love cots. Well, I I always sleep the worst in a cot. So much better in a sleeping pad, in my opinion. Yeah. Sleeping pad's lighter, but cot. If I'm going truck camping, that cot's coming with me. <laughs> we're gonna. I fold we, down my back seats and put a couple blow-up mattresses in there, like just the. Camping ones, the little backpacking yeah. If we end up going uh, camping for duck opening duck season, oh, we are. I mean, you are. At least. The cot is coming. I think, I think Alex is not going to be here. I think I'm out. He's in Nebraska or something. What weekend is it? I think it's the 13th. 13th. Well, Can you check? I'm Bozeman. Bozeman. He's out. And party you are going to be doing it. Cousin's getting married. We're going to be shooting all kind of ducks. Where are we sending you pictures? That weekend is Mon- all It's Montana weddings are pretty fun. Yep, the 13th. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. Yep, it's going to be the 13th. Yeah. Well, well, that's poor planning. For wedding. Who and gets married on the opening ducks season? That's a race party. That's just... <laughs> telling you, life gets away on a lot of stuff. That hey, is... We bring my truck. I can sleep in camping. Chris will learn about life getting away a lot of stuff when that baby comes January. That's why I'm hunting hard. Yeah. Until then. Yeah, you just got to go hard. Yeah, but she'll be older by next hunting season. I just don't know if we'll see you very much during fishing season. Yeah, nah, it's only trout. I feel we'll just like do short day trips. Yeah. Who's what we usually do? Anyways. I have a feeling you have a name. You guys have a name picked out already. It's Juliet. There you go. That's I knew it. it. It's Kenzie. She just seems like the kind of girl Juliet. that have a name picked out. Already. Well, I was thinking for the boat, but you have the car seat and just lots of car seat into your boat spot, and you're good to go. I'm not being responsible for your newborn baby. On boat. the phone. Come on. No. Maybe maybe bank yeah, fish. I get scared enough taking your dog out. No. Maybe bank fishing. Can you can bring, bring her in the backpack. Do you have one of those yet? Yep. Yeah. Got one for uh, fifteen bucks. Brewster. Yep. All right. Well, bank fishing it is. Bank fishing. I can do that. I don't want to fly though. Whipping around. We can do early morning uh, rock lake trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. We can do it. We'll just have to barter with uh, Mackenzie. She'll be sleeping. Are you going to be a granddad for the first time? I will be. Oh, okay. Will be you excited? Oh, sure. It'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, be okay. It'll be fun. My wife is really excited. I can tell. I was going to ask how, your wife, how excited your wife was. She says that now. That little girl's going to have him wrapped around. Yep. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. You, what do you think that's the old uh, gender review? <laughs> oh, it's all right. No. Popping the balloon. Popping yeah. the balloons. Okay, hold on. You had a gender reveal? Well, Kenzie said it wasn't a gender yeah, reveal. Yeah, oh my we gosh. We got hook, line, sinker. Oh, it she was said, gender reveal. We had a party for Come everything. over and do a crabbing yeah, weekend. Yeah, we had 30, 30 people at the she house. She said, this is not, I do not want a gender reveal party. I do not want a gender reveal party. And there's like 30 people at our house, and what do we do? Fill two balloons with a certain confetti. Yeah. And our parents are standing there, and they, and they pop it. That's a totally new thing. Gender yeah, reveal so that, parties? It was fun, I guess. It was a good party. Because you just pop it. It's on slow motor. I think Callie did. It was kind of cool. Yeah, we'll have to... We'll, we'll, do, we'll tell the crabbing story on another another, another episode. Uh-oh. Oh, he's gone. But, uh... That, it, was, it was a good time. Mm. Yeah, it was... Kenzie didn't want a gender reveal party, but yeah. it, it happened. I think that... 
gender reveal party concepts are always weird to me. I've been to a few of them. I don't get it. I usually just get drunk at them. Well, really, we just had... That happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> really, we just had crab. We were all eating crab, and we just did it on the side. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was... I mean, everybody stopped eating and watched. It wasn't yeah. like... We yeah. went to the side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just did it by yourself. <laughs> and then it was posted on yeah. social media. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin was a little slow with popping the balloons. Yeah. Funnier, uh-huh. So mom did it, and Callie slow-moed it. Yeah. So, and she's like, pop, and then like a second later, Kevin's like... A second. It was like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> On the slow mo, it's a long time. It is. How, how do you feel that you're having a girl? Are you excited? Like you're gonna teach her how to hunt and everything? Yeah, it'll be interesting to mm-hmm. to uh, try and we'll see. ease it in because I know. Oh yeah, she do just as much as the boys. Well, there. yeah, of course. But when, oh, I, yeah. when I started, hunting, better than us. I think it'll be. I I, I if, when I have kids someday, I'll do it different than how my dad did it. How do you that do? It? Well, for one, I'm buying good boots for my kid. Yeah. So you froze, that's what you're saying. I was cold and wet, and I hated it. <laughs> yeah, you got to enjoy it. I just did, I liked fishing with him, because, you know, he did everything, and I could just catch a fish. That was so much fun, but when we were hunting, I was miserable. Yeah. I, my feet were wet, and I, I mean, I was really enjoying being in nature, but you made that comment out there, like, boots are the best thing you oh, can yeah. spend money on. Is, is <laughs> that where you have some childhood flashbacks? With I hate wet feet. <laughs> yeah. I hate wet feet. The number one thing I hear from Andrew, you don't like wet feet. Number you know, one. I don't like wet feet either. No, it sucks. I mean, that's swampy. You don't got wet feet, you ain't hunting hard enough. Alex's feet's always wet. I disagree. Every time you, go you go ahead and you spend $300, $500 on a pair of boots, your feet are comfortable. You know, as long as your feet stop going, your dad probably bought you cheap boots because your feet were so true. It's true, <laughs> but I wasn't in boots. They were tennis shoes. Hey, when the crab pot got hooked up in the propeller, I jumped back that you boat. You jumped right back in your shoes. Oh, I'm like, oh, look at his feet getting wet. Motor, I could have got in there. My feet would have been dry. You just jumped back there first. You're a man of action. Man of action. <laughs> the wise we owl. That, uh, we were, we were kind of head, or uh, we were... Uh, shed hunting a little bit and also scouting for turkeys and we saw like this uh well you thought it was shed basically that's why i, I, I crossed the river to get wet feet to go find and we found a pair of matching spike elk antlers my feet would have been dry if i went through the river no this where no it was up to your it was up, up to your waist oh, alex just walked right through it we were like we were it was trying, actually higher we tried to go find a shorter spot but he just i was dry i was watching Right Alex is always trying to be manly, though. He's you know? crossed it. It's worth He's it. He's crossing it, yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Don't worry about what gear you got. Don't worry about what shoes you got. <sighs> I wear waders. We weren't like 15 miles back in the road. <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. we weren't all over. <laughs> yeah. like, and you were like coming home. Three quarters of a mile from the truck. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hot out. Yeah. It's time and place. Time and place. I think... I still think nice boots make a difference. You bought new boots just the other day. Yeah, I'm sending those back. Well, broke my ankle on today. Probably broke your ankle again. They look like Crocs. Except with the rut, like you said. I don't know. There's like no... You need a little tighter fitting. I don't think in my Danners that would have happened. You need a little they, tighter fitting. They look like Crocs, Crocs with rubber built around them. I'm serious. Yeah. They're like they a like. different style muck boot. That's yeah. what they are. Huh. Even walking around, I could see it's all ankles kind of. I was thinking about buying a pair and just like wearing them all winter long. 
They're awesome if you're like mucking around in the barnyard, but not yeah. for running around the mountains. The reason why I even consider them is I was listening to that dang podcast about sheep hunting, and they're all using rubber boots. But they're, I think their boots are a little more expensive. Yeah, I would say so. Because I did try a pair of lacrosse ones on, and they were twice as much as what these ones are, and they were nice. They were like, they fit around your ankle. And are you going to get those ones? Maybe. I don't know. I might just get a pair of lace-ups. Don't pull too tight. I don't have a good pair of lace-ups. I like winter ones. I'm with Angela. I always pay for nice shoes, boots, whatever. Nice boots make the difference. Yeah. Or a nice pair of warm waders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you go out with a bunch of guys who wear the waders, you're going to have to get in the water. Exactly. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> this year, Penny's going to go get all the ducks. I won't have to get in the water quite as much. Ray went with this last year duck hunting. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, you were wearing waders, weren't you? Are you going to come uh, over again? I was wearing waders. Yeah, I, I probably will come over. You should come over for opening weekend. Yeah, you should. Because there are only those two knuckleheads out there. You need another you're, person. You're gonna camp out there? We were thinking about it. That's just in a, about two weeks, right? Oh, well, doesn't mean you would need to camp out there if you didn't want to. It's not that far a drive. Well, shit, if I camped out there, I'd bring the motor home. Yeah, yeah well, that you should camp out there. Actually, <laughs> you bring the motor home. Yeah. Pheasants. We got. Like, I'd love to. We scouted a bunch of pheasant spots last year, and uh, I mean, shoot, you need to get your duck stamp too. I got it. You got it? Yeah. Are you uh? That'd be perfect. You should come out. I've got it all, guys. Dang. I'm ready to join your club. Awesome. See, that's recorded on the internet now. I'm ready to join the club. Ready, <laughs> ready to join? You can always edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to join? There's all kinds of yeah. things you have to go through. Well, I just I just helped Alex, you know. You got to go through deer, copious so. amounts of Alex pitching his shit. I got already, that. He's already been. <laughs> yeah. Taylor and I had a few wrestling matches. Yeah, we've yeah. already wrestled before. We had a, we had a whole rugby uh, career together. Uh, <laughs> we need to have like wrestling matches for yeah. practice. Yeah. yeah. Alex is a pretty good wrestler. I'll, I'll say that on the internet. Once a wrestler, always a wrestler. Yeah, but Alex is a pretty good wrestler. I'm I was just wrestling. heavier than him. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty good podcast. Yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff going on. All right. Is this a recording? Yeah, let's go around and just like introduce ourselves real quick so right. I have something to So, my name's Alex Martin, and we're at my house recording a podcast. Second one, what are we calling it? The Blind? The Blind? I don't know. Provincial name? Blindcast? Blindcast! Yeah, Blindcast number two. Alright. I like it. Kind of like sitting in a duck blind. No, I, I got it. Play on words. Okay. Like blind and like cast, like the blast and cast. Blind. Oh, there you go. Yeah, blind. Call it blast and cast. Blast and cast. Would be good. Call it, that's what you call it. That's a good name too. Like I said, that was a, just a provincial name. Well, I'm yes. I'm Andrew. Andrew Rain. Chris Burt. Good Taylor. I'm Taylor Elizondo. Ooh, yeah. Bring a little spice. <laughs> the Latin <laughs> A little spice to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. We got soon to be Grandpa Ray Burt. Yep, I'm the old man yeah. Ray Burt, better known as Ray Bone on the uh, fishing circles. I like that Ray. Yeah, Bone. are you guys still doing that little company? Uh, no, I am no longer in the little company. Oh, okay, I moved on from that, which is good. It's all good. Yeah. Ray Bone. You, you you do. 
part of the tournaments. Yeah, fishing tournaments. Fishing right. tournaments. Right. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. We just did one with Jane actually, uh, last week. Mm-hmm. So is that that you is that how you got your nickname was through the fishing community? Yeah. yeah. Yep, last week was pretty fun. Out of nineteen hundred and sixty some anglers, I came in fifty second. Oh wow! Is that how many of uh, tournaments have you done this oh, year? Oh, this this year, well. But you just got your boat. Yeah, I just got my boat. Well, last year we did like six tournaments. We'll probably do more this year. Now that I've got a boat. What's hmm. a nickname? Fifty second. You, you can't give yourself. I want a nickname. Rain man. Well, that's that's that's, that's been around for a while. Any time you announce you want a nickname, you always yeah. get one you don't want. Make it rain. Rain man has been around. Yeah, you for can't a while. ask for one. Yeah. Well, I you I you I, you, you I've taken the I've taken the call on you, the wise owl. The wise owl. See, but you didn't ask for that. You broke the nickname code. That's true. There's an unspoken code. Andrew from. Now on. You don't ask for a nickname. Well, you don't pick your own. Chris had a we had a nickname for Chris when he was a little guy. What was this nickname? We, we called him Critter. 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 I like that. I like Critter. 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 Why was that? Chris like Critter. Grandpa called you that? Yeah, Grandpa and your mother started calling you. It's probably because that little. Because you were a buggy like a little critter. Scraggly mustache. I've heard you were. <laughs> yeah. I heard you were a tough kid. I was a tough kid. Still yeah. kind of looks like a critter. A little critter. Yeah, the mustache. That's the nickname for the mustache. How's the critter coming in? I'm about to change it on my phone to critter. Mm-hmm. I got you. I, both of you guys are still under my phone. Rugby Chris and Rugby Alex. <laughs> you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I got some guys with the you know same first name, Corey. Corey. So I call it Corey Big Boat Crab because he's a crabber. So and I've got another guy that's Corey and he's a Grady White. He is, so it's a Cordy, Corey Grady White because he has a Grady White boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can name him by their boat. I'll name him by their boat so I know who they are. Awesome. Are you going to name your boat? Yeah, well, we haven't decided to name yet. Taking the Juliet. <laughs> oh, Juliet. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Oh, that's yeah. the same thing. Though. I got you as Alex Martin, Andrew Rain. You're still Chris Spokane Razorbacks. Nice. That's I put solid. I yeah. put Kinsey before they got married. I put her in as Kenzie Burt. Whoa. This was when we first met him. So, Bam. so this is actually the we got first, the matchmaker. This is after here. the first Dang call twice. I got from a number I didn't have because we were out we were out doing something and she ended up calling me trying to look for Chris. <laughs> and somehow she got my number. Yep. <laughs> she got a hold of my number somehow too. Probably Callie. No, it wasn't. Callie got a hold of my number. Callie got a hold of your number through like five different Face- channels. And Facebooked me. And we still didn't answer. Callie's ambitious. <laughs> yeah. She she bout called search and rescue on us. We were gone for just a little too. while. Kenzie did the same thing a few years earlier. Oh, is that the one you had to hike up that ridge when you're on Rock Lake? Oh, yeah. No, that was to prevent a call to the yeah, search right. and rescue. That's a whole other story right there. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll, be, that that'll be a good podcast. So that's kind of the goal of this podcast, too, is to go out and have experiences and then come in here and, and record. Mm-hmm. Or if we're out there recording. So, like, I think it would have been fun to record after our Rock Lake experience. Oh, it would have been fun. With the breaking down motor and... No, I can't tell the story. It would be a good one. a little uh, teaser. <laughs> teaser, <laughs> teaser, teaser, teaser. <laughs> yeah, that was a good... That was an interesting trip. I just want to go back to... You got a nickname, you got a nickname. You asked for one and you still don't have one. I'm just saying. You broke the code. It'll come around eventually. Yeah. yeah. 
When we start getting viewers, we can ask them to comment what Andrew's nickname should be. I don't think they'll the give him because he's asking for it. <laughs> do, you know, do you remember the rugby nickname? Yours? Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. He's got no legs. <laughs> he's got no legs. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> that was genius. That, that's a, that's rich. a Rich Nay special. That was definitely a Rich thing. Thank you, Rich yeah. Nay. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I don't think I did. Did I ever get one? I don't think I ever got one. Tay Tay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) You're just under my phone as Taylor E. I couldn't spell your last name. Yeah, no one. (laughs) Turns out no one can. (laughs) I think it's spelled wrong in my phone. Yeah. I might be spelling it wrong. Well, how do you. It's it's O R or is it E R? Oh, my first name? Yeah. Yeah, it's E R. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's O R. I thought you were talking about the last name. Yeah. No, no, I don't no. know. Well, even my first name spelled weird, you know, because I don't know why. I didn't get to choose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah. see him try to spell Callie's name. I know. It's I, I say C A L I or no, K A L I. He spells it like, ca- like Cal- how, how California. How do you spell it? Yeah. I, I have it C A L L Y. Correct. Is that I it? I try C A L Y K A L I K A L I. What's her last name? Burke. Burke. Oh, I had it under something else. Ooh, he's going to put it to rain, and then you know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, there you go, Alex. Put the curse on him. <laughs> I won't do that to you. <laughs> I know how many bullets you've been dodging. <laughs> all in good time. All in good time. I always tell Callie, because she's always harping. <laughs> we know. <Which> Andrew, Andrew <laughs> starts talking about, like, yeah, I was looking at a truck, or... And she's like, you better not get a truck until you get me a ring. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> Daily. Wearing them down. Yeah. Daily. Well, you sit, you're like, yeah, she's always harping. And I'm like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. She, always, she doesn't keep it between you. <laughs> yeah, always talking about it. She even texted me that one day. What day? That. So, why, so why are you dragging your feet? Oh, oh man. This oh, is I think there's a time and place for oh, I agree. for it, and I I I just waiting for the right moment. Uh, right moment comes, and I might know. I might be ready for it. Who knows? It sounds so wise. You know, I am wise. I know. I'm, I'm not as saying. wise as the you ones out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make it to this age without picking up. Yeah. Uh, I've dodged some bullets and been in the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still single with no kiddos, so <laughs> by choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think most of my ex-girlfriends are all married now, so yeah, I don't have to worry about it. There you go. So thanks for tuning into another <laughs> blind cast. Go, yeah. <laughs> cast and blind. On that well, note, <laughs> cast you later. From Canada, and Glenn went with another guy up to a tree stand and out out in the tree stand. And it was, you know, it was it was in the fall, so it was like 30 degrees. He shot a moose, and uh, they didn't gut it, and they left the moose there. So when we came back with a boat to pick him up, our guide said, "Hey, you guys gutted the gear, gutted that moose, and it's ready to go." And they said, "No." And he said, "Like, well, why didn't you do that?" He said, "Well, we didn't. I don't know. I think he didn't want to get his hands dirty or something." So that moose stayed there all night. And because uh, our guy wouldn't go in there, because he says, "No, there's grizzlies in here at nighttime. We're not going to go back in there." So we went back the next day, and there was frost on the top of this moose, 
but as soon as I cut that loose open, you can almost see like the green mm -hmm. smoke uh, rising out of it. Yep. That moose was toast. Well, that's because they hold on to the yeah. body heat too much. Yeah, it held that heat and cooked itself. It was uh, so that's good. what I've always known is that you, you, you gut them, you clean them out, and then yeah. you, you take out the esophagus, all anything yeah. that's an organ, because mm -hmm. that's what's yeah. going to go first, right? Yeah. You and then you hang them up. Get you you gotta get them hung up, and then you take like a stick yeah. or some kind of spreader, and you spread the rib cage so you yep. cool everything off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he didn't, and ruin a ruin a whole moose. Whole moose. Ah. Whole moose. There was no meat left. Nope. Mm -hmm. so there must and, have been and, some, and something nothing got in there. Not wanting that nope. stuff because mm -hmm. we you could smell it. Though. I didn't it help him process or anything. Like we packed clean. it in. And yeah, and he said, well, I can't believe it. He had a shop. I've heard that before. Like, big, but it was big body back there on ice. Well, thanks for listening to another one of our podcasts. Uh, this is the second recording we've done. Uh, this time we had kind of a couple guests with us. We had Ray Burt and Taylor Elizondo. Um, we had shut the podcast off. I think we were done recording. Then Ray uh, started talking about a story where he was on a guided trip where one of the fellow hunters shot a moose and failed to field dress it and the guide was not able to go and retrieve it that night they came back the next day and the meat is spoiled and they lost that entire moose so just kind of a good lesson when you shoot something take care of it right away get it hung up get it cooled off uh, take care of that meat um, again thanks for listening and i hope you join us on our next blind cast <laughs>